1: recorded live. Thank <laughs> you.
0: Well, Well, I got a big echo. Well, let me try and fix it. Now let's see if there's all that echo. Amazing? Okay, that take care of my echo. Okay. Well, we're here again this evening at seven oh nine PM Central Standard Time here in the wonderful city, nation of America, Houston. I and almighty i is hosting the program today. and I wanna talk for a minute. About spiritual warfare. Bring yeah, bring it in here, sweetheart, so I can let it cool now. Mm. My daughter tells me my food is ready. mm Sit it right there, sweetheart. Sit it right there and let it cool. Thank you. I want to talk about spiritual warfare. And the question that comes to my mind is what is spiritual warfare? And what does it mean to the end time men's and women's of the Almighty? We need to take a look this evening at this issue. However, rather than going about this in the traditional fashion, by quoting the Apostle Paul's very important verses in Ephesians and dissecting it as hundreds have already done, I will look at this issue from a somewhat different and panoramic way. Spiritual warfare, simply put, it, a war between the forces of God and the forces of rebellion led by one of God's most trusted, created angel-like beings whose name was Luther. But his sense has fallen. More correctly, we'll call him Satan. Satan is derived from the Hebrew word meaning opponent. Satan's main job as it relates to mankind is to accuse God's people, however, his name in Greek, devil, diablo, mean accuser of slanderer. That is, whenever God's children stumble and fall of sin against Yah's commandment, Satan goes and accuses that Christian brother, uh, lover of God, of Yah, before the Almighty, you know, he's the accuser, as the word says. Um, he goes before the throne of the Almighty to accuse you. However, sometimes there need not be many, there needn't be any sin at all. For Satan to accuse one of Yah's servants, it was mentioned in scripture by this The as an emperor, one who broke David to never Israel. This please, yah. Yeah, Well, this part, all
2: the scriptures. to yeah, back These times are
0: it is to get him in hot water with Yah and to thwart God's plan and blessing for his people. This is because over again in the scripture, Satan begins creating a limited spirit entity, One wonderful spirit and intellect strength and cunning, And even Carl Langston, he has more than, Satan is relentless and his pursuit of his goal to thwart God's plan, his purpose, and to rule all things under his cruel and evil rulership. What man must understand about Satan that it will help him to deal with his walls are those two important things. he's it's He has an intense jealousy and hatred for mankind because of the great love and plan of salvation that has been offered to all men and not to fallen angels. Each is a very important issue with Satan and his king. (laughs) It's very merciful. He is all less so Lest the sin. These angels who rebelled against Yah, Le'el, and have been. Yah was and let him for them to be evidently avoided and eternal and, and the mankind, the entire incident with this fallen angel known as Nephilim. Is one that is very revealing. First of all, this incident happened after the Lucifer rebellion against Yah. Genesis 3, verse to 6 verse, and Genesis 6, verse to 7 verse. And the incident regarding the sons of God, these angels knew of Yah' anger at rebellion, yet, they to and sleep with human women generally. Anyway. Here's Satan warfare against Yah, and man took on an entire different and dangerous dimension. Satan's plan was to destroy the purity of the race of men, so that Yah could not save man because of the promise of the future. Redeemed Redeemer was for the sons of Adam, Hebrew, Benai Adam, not the sons of God. This was a threat. to God's plan, he and he wants very much to make God out to be a liar. Thus, spiritual warfare took on far more of a meaning than just a single individual sinning, or even war like rumor of walls. This was an entirely new dimension to spiritual warfare that man had little control over. Indeed, much of this warfare is beyond man's ability to see and influence except through prayer, and even then, only a Ja spiritual gives revelation, his spirit gives revelation to the spiritual world. So and in any war there are casualties on both sides, hell war, man has very special protection from his redeemer. The scripture shows how Yah protects his people, and how a great spiritual army lies with those who do Yah's will. And we look here in Second King the sixth chapter, seventeen to the 18th verse. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened his eyes of the young man that he saw, and holding full horses and turned around about. Elisha, and when they had came down to him, Elisha prayed unto the Almighty and said, smite this people, I pray thee, with blindness. And he smote them with blindness, according to the word of Elisha. This is a fascinating price, fascinating piece of scripture. Yah had an army of spiritual military hardware around Elisha that could not be harmed. The angel of the Lord encamped round about them that fear him and deliver them. Psalm 34, 7.
1: Yet.
0: Yet there are times that Yah, for his own purpose, allows that protection to be removed from his people. Another interesting piece of scripture can be found in Job. Job 1, 8. Job, the 1st chapter, the 8th verse, the 12th verse. And the Almighty said unto Satan, Has thou considered my servant Job, that there is none like him in the earth, a perfect and an upright man, one that fears Yah and is screwed evil? Then Satan asked the Almighty and said, Do it, Job, fear Yah, for not, has not thou made an hedge about him and about his house and about all that has that he has on every side. Thou has blessed the works of his hand. And his substance is increasing in the land. Put forth thine hand now. And touch all that he has. And he will curse thee to thy face. And the Almighty said unto to Satan. Behold all that he has. Is in thy power. Only upon himself. Put not forth thy hand. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Almighty. You see here Satan is accusing Job and is complaining to the Almighty that Job is so well protected that Satan can get to him, that if Job has a rod of bad luck, he would curse the Almighty. Then Yah, then allowed Satan to test his servant, Job. Now the entire time this is happening, Job is clueless as to what just transpired in heaven and to the conversation of the Almighty had with Satan. All he knows is that suddenly his life is turned upside down and things just keep getting worse. Here we see that Satan had access to the throne room and Yah's divine council chamber. Whether or not Satan still has this kind of access to heaven and Yah is a matter of some debate. See John 12 and 31. It appears that he has been cast out, but the actual timing of it and full effect, this comes in Revelation twelve nine. 9. And on this point, scholars debate, but most agree, we must agree that this event has already transpired, yet the real issue here is that Satan still has the kingdom of evil and still is most desperate to put the plan of the Almighty for mankind, and the hope that in the hope that this might, in some fashion, prevent his ultimate fate. Thus, Satan is still most active in the affairs of man in government, and in the spiritual realm. And you, who were dead in transgression and sins, Ephesians two one, and the fifth verse. When in time past you walk according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversation in time past, in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. But Yah, who is rich in mercy, for his great love, well, what would he love? even when we were dead in sin, has quickened us together with him. By grace, we are saved. Hallelujah. Now, we're going to bring this short segment uh, to close, but we will uh, talk more about spiritual warfare in the coming days because truly we are a battle. And in this battle, you don't have to fight. The battle already been won. We have the victory. Stand still. Father, we thank you this evening for your precious name that is above every name. We ask you to be with the hearts of those that have heard the truth. We ask you to work in them, on them, and through them. Oh, Lord, let your change prevail. Let your love fall like rain. And let us learn to love one another and move on. Let us be healed and restored today is my prayer. Ask that you bless and move by your spirit all over the world. Bless those that has came, and you do come as a part of this ministry. We bless them, Father, not we ask you Father, your grace and your mercy that they will understand that they need not do anything but believe, believe in the word. And study this word, and you will bring it to pass. For now, the Most High Yah, Selah, and may He bless the Son. Hallelujah. Be blessed. About. Selah, Shalom.
1: 18 plus.